Hello? Any chance? I have you on AirPods, so we are good to go. Excellent. Hey, Laura, how you doing? Hey, Colin. Uh, I'm good. I am driving home from the first day of my second week of back at work. Yeah. Okay. So you gotta you gotta fill me in on how work has been going for the last uh, last while here. Yeah, it's been fine. Um, it is much more normal than I was expecting it to feel. I have to admit. Um, I thought it was gonna feel like totally, totally foreign. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of thinking about it and like, you know, I've been doing this, like going to work at Apple for eight years and I've been a mom for six months. So I think that <laughs> eight years of experience, yeah. no matter how, how transformative the six months of uh, have been, has <laughs> been a little bit. You know. That's true. I got to admit, honestly, whenever I like go back to work after a period, of course, and, and, and you've I think you've been voicing this a bit when you've been not working and then you have to go back to work. There's like this bit of dread. Yeah. And then when you get back, it's usually fine. Honestly, I'm disappointed in myself every time it feels fine to go back to work. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel weird. like I feel like it should not feel fine to go back to it. Um, Agreed. Like people are like, oh, my God, like, how are you holding up? And I'm like, weirdly fine. And I feel guilty about that. Yeah, I'm like, not even for me, at least it's not even a sense of like, oh, I should miss the thing I was doing, because usually the thing I was doing was just, you know, playing video games and farting around. Uh, for you, it was fostering the life of a human being, yeah. you know, <laughs> varying levels of importance. But um, it's just like, I feel like the notion that I can flip back into that mode so easily yeah. is just like a sign that I'm conditioned in a way I don't want to be conditioned, <laughs> and I hate that. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> But it's been good. I mean, really, I do think that being part-time, so I have something called gradual return to work where I work part-time for four weeks. I think if I had to, like, jump into, you know, yeah, essentially a nine-hour day right away, I would be doing much less good. Yep. Um, so, what's the uh, what's the likelihood that oh, you could stay part time? So thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the main reason that is not likely to happen. Well, there's two. One is that the job role that I have is not a part time job role. So I'd have to apply gotcha. for an open position mm-hmm. that doesn't exist right now um, and do a different job, which is fine. Like, I'm not necessarily against that, but I like the job that I do. So, like, I don't know if that's really what I want to do. Yeah. The second reason I don't think I'm going to do that, at least for Apple, is that at least when you're full time in my job role, there is like some sense of normalcy with the schedule. Like, it may not be like the best schedule, but at least I usually have some say in it. Yeah. If you go part-time the variability in the schedule is just like torturous yeah Yeah, i that that switching to a a stable schedule upon leaving apple was maybe one of the most eye-opening experiences of my life Um, yeah because you you started at apple when you were really young it was like your first real job right yeah yes it was um so (laughs) i just yeah and sometimes I think about like, so the big part of the reason I left Apple was one, health concerns, two, some really bad management at the place where I was working. Uh, and I'm just like, man, I'm at, like, if not for those two things, ah, it'd be kind of cool to go back to Apple. It Like, I enjoyed the work. I enjoyed what I was learning. And then I'm like, I did not enjoy cloping yeah. I did not yep. enjoy working <laughs> till 10 at night and then going in at 7 in the morning. Um yeah. Like, once your s- schedule is stable, it feels like you have twice as much free time yeah. just because you always know exactly what you're doing. Uh, are your part-time shifts right now 
stable or are you all over the place? Um, I'm a little bit all over the place, but I'm working essentially four, five hour days a week right now. Mm -hmm. So like, even though it's a little bit all over the place, it is, it feels very manageable. Good. Yeah. I've always thought, and now I'm glad that I can ask you about this. I've always thought that like a stable four hours a day, five days a week job would not wipe me out. And like that, that, that would be if, if I exist in a world where I have to maintain a regular job then that is what I would like to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of, holy shit, there's a really big accident. Um, it looks like it's under control, but a tractor trailer just went bingle-bamble right into the divide. But good news, everything is wow. fine. Wow. Uh... Um, did not happen in front of me. Definitely is already taken care of by the time okay. I got here. So. Yeah, there was a lot of ambiguity there. Yeah. Uh, particularly Would the not fact have that been I, so calm. Particularly the fact that I forgot for a second that you were in a car, and I'm thinking about what it's like to work in a mall, and you say, holy mackerel, there's a big accident there. <laughs> Other images come to my mind. Yes. No, I am driving home currently. Um, which, by the way, don't do this regularly. It is important to focus on driving and not talking to your friends necessarily. This recording is, a podcast. Hey, this is... This is a hands-free experience. You're just having true. a conversation. I am probably pushing the I.O. on my seven-year-old computer to the limit with the amount of <laughs> things I have routing audio right now on this computer. Well, I appreciate you handling it for sure. So the reason I have this tool is because, uh, the, so basically, we've done this once before where you were driving. Yes. And it was a nightmare because I recorded my audio and our audio, but I didn't have you all by yourself. And it, God, it sucked so much to edit it together. <laughs> I had to like choose moments where we talked over each other, like which audio to favor. And it was really yeah. hard. Um, so I have a tool that just gives me a lot more control over audio routing on the computer. The only reason I have it is because I got two teeth pulled this month. Hey. <laughs> so this is fun. Well, what last month I was eating food and there's a big old crunch and it was my tooth and it was not the Blah. tooth I thought it was. And then I went to the dentist and they're like, uh, yeah, you need to get, but I just tried to live with it for a bit. And I was like, let me go to the dentist after COVID. And then it got worse. And I was like, I have to go. So I went yeah, to the dentist. Yeah, teeth are not something you can fuck around with. <laughs> nope, they sure aren't. And yet I keep doing it. So the dentist said, <laughs> yeah, you need to get those out this week. Uh, so Within the span of four days, I was told a different tooth broke than I thought and that I needed surgery. Uh, four days later, I got the surgery. Um, not nearly as bad as I was expecting, just because, like, I've had yeah. a root canal before, too. And people are like, root canals are the worst. And I was like, I don't know, it's fine. There was one bit where it hurt, otherwise it's fine. With this, I walk in, they knocked me out, and I walked out. And that's it. That was yep. the whole bing bang boom, whole experience. <laughs> it's fine. Um, it took uh, still a little discomfort. It's been about two weeks now. Yeah. But uh, it was really rough talking for the next couple of days. And the day after my surgery, uh, we had to record something. So um, Dice Populi, we're launching a Patreon, which we've announced. And hey, we're doing a bonus, a bonus campaign. And we had to do our planning episode because Ryan mm -hmm. had to tell us all about D&D &D stuff that we don't know about because he knows everything and I'm a pleb. Right. <laughs> But when I but we scheduled it before again the short notice tooth pull, so I wake up on Saturday morning. I definitely can't talk for an hour. Yeah, and I'm like trying to figure out what to do. And Ryan made the joke you could just have text to speech read it, and I was like, okay, how do I do this? You joke, but <laughs> you joke, but th so this uh, Wednesday, if people 
pay for it, they're going to get a one-hour episode of us discussing things where my voice is just Siri mispronouncing wow. D&D terms. Imagine a whole podcast where I sound like this. <laughs> I so, can't tell if that sounds really funny or very annoying. <laughs> it's uh, Pat edited it, and I listened to the draft, and uh, it's kind of funny, mostly just because I'm trying to crack jokes half the time, and Siri mm. butchers the delivery every single yeah. time. Makes sense. Uh, um. And I think I'm going to be playing a Warforged in that campaign, which is like a robotic Ooh, thing. Yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, what if I just did this for my voice oh as the Warforged? <laughs> and they shot that down immediately. They did not entertain that idea at all. But in order to make that work, I needed a thing to allow me to like route the audio of multiple places to pull audio from an app, put it into a recording device and not have it mess up like the discord call right so when you said we have to record tomorrow i uh i was very glad that i neglected my dental hygiene because i knew <laughs> i wouldn't have to repeat that horrible editing experience so what you're saying is that you would rather get dental surgery than edit a podcast in the way you did that one time okay that is definitely what i just said but i'm gonna walk that back <laughs> Things went really badly for me, and there was a silver lining. That is, that, that is, makes I think, way more sense. Yeah, that is, that is the situation. If I had to, the only, the only obnoxious thing about having to do that bad edit again would be that it has to be done like right after we're done recording. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> that's fine. I've been so fucking busy, and you have also been so fucking busy. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, you told me the other day or, like, two days ago, and I was like, can we record? And you were like, well, um, we've been training the nanny. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot that I missed. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, a lot, I guess a lot happened this past month, huh? Yeah, it's a dense, um, dense boy. Eek, you did I don't like trucks. Yeah. You're good, though. It's past me now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the long, the short, oh, you know what? Okay. So we did do a couple teasers with each other via text message yesterday. And yeah. so I will go through my story pretty quickly and then I'll ask you about yours. Now, when I arrive home, I need to get going immediately because poor Charles is at home right now taking care of the baby, which is fine on its own. But he also happens to be on call Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, God. Um, and it has been the busiest call that he has ever experienced. He was getting I'm not like kidding at all. I was with him in the living room yesterday. He was getting three to four pages at a time every half hour, what which is like he usually gets like three or four in an entire 24 hour period. And he texted me this morning that apparently it's been even worse today. So like, you know, you talk about taking care of a baby at home as a full-time job. Like he is actually doing two full-time jobs right now. Jesus. Holy so, cow. Yeah. When I get home, I'm, I'm bouncing. Yeah. No, that's um, fine. <laughs> but so the long and the short of it is um, there are, we hired a nanny. Her name is Maria. She's amazing. We really love her. She's definitely the right choice. Mm -hmm. um, there are two kind of ways of hiring nannies there's like the traditional method and the non-traditional method the traditional method is where you hire a nanny service where like they do background checks and like yeah. vet all of the nannies you pay them money to like match yep. you essentially and then once you hire someone you basically pay them commission uh, yeah it's, it's it's nanny tinder it's nanny tinder except much more expensive <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. Um, the other tra non-traditional way is you pay like a small amount or nothing, depending on what it is, to create essentially an actual nanny Tinder, which is like a profile online. And then you get you look at matches and you can chat through there. So that's actual nanny Tinder. The other one is a nanny escort service, maybe. I don't know. That that, that one is called only nans. That's what yeah. that one is. <laughs> um, so we were trying a non-traditional nanny service first um, because it's much less expensive. And, you know, we figured we may as well put in some effort into that and see if we can save ourselves a little bit of money. But 
I was really not getting a whole lot of matches and like a lot of people that I was interested in. I did a bunch of phone interviews and like, God, some of them were just so bad. Like this one girl was late to three phone interviews. And I was like, if you can't fucking pick up a phone on time, I do not believe that you can make it to my house on time. Yeah. I mean like that, that's kind of wild to me because I, I may have mentioned this on the, on the podcast before, but like, when I got a call to to do work at an animation studio, I was not the one that messed up the time. I was ready by my phone. It was just a time zone mix up. Yeah. So I'm waiting by my phone. I'm in the middle of a destiny strike. You don't put that off. You know what you do? You mute your TV. You do the interview while playing the arms yeah. dealer and you get the job. <laughs> Come on, people. Yes. Be like Colin, guys and girls <laughs> don't don't ever it's bad folks in general i don't know um, i'm actually trying to like this is this is not a joke i'm actually trying to pres- like stop saying guys as a form of just yeah people, i've been th- i've know? been thinking about that guys and yeah. dudes are are big go-tos for me so yeah, f- yeah folks. i say guys a lot so i'm trying not to folks peeps um i'm better at it when i'm not tired <laughs> yeah we should just i mean a lot of the big problems with the dialogue around the gender binary is just the fact that our language did not evolve to accommodate right. a non-binary gender system it's not that the ideas are are totally out there it's just that our lexicon isn't yeah. built for that yet and you can't just design language whenever people try they fail except like korean yeah. i think I was told the king like ordered them to build that language to make it easier than Chinese. I don't know. But like, yeah. so anyway. maybe we should just start making up non-binary terms. Yeah, you know? maybe. Although just I'm, like trying to, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to retrain your brain to do that. And I'm, you know, I'm putting the effort, but it is difficult. Anyway, I want to get to my story and I want to ask you about yours before I get home. Okay. Yes. I only have like 20 minutes. Okay. Um, if that, I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm running on the phone for 15 minutes. We have less time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a quick um, one folks so all right so we were going non-traditional kind of bad experience didn't really find anybody that we really liked i had one person that i wanted to meet in person um so charles had worked with somebody that hired someone through a nanny service and i was like you know what like we have a couple weeks where we need to like i need to have somebody hired in the next like two and a half weeks so we paid her some money she got me in touch with this person who seemed really great like great resume has been working as a nanny for a really long time for like 20 years i was like cool meet her in person so we met these two people in person both of them were really nice um but we definitely kind of had a slightly like better gut feeling about one of them but on paper the other one was better so we were like all right like we're gonna go with this one from the nanny service like it seems like she's gonna be you know more punctual and maybe a little bit more flexible with her time like this seems like the right choice So we had this weird back and forth with the nanny service because she was like really aggressively trying to get us to make a decision. And we were like, we're literally, this is, we're putting our child's care in someone's hand in the middle of a global pandemic. Like, can you give me more than 12 hours to like, think about this? 12 hours. Um, That is aggressive. Holy fuck. No, as soon as she, cause she knew what time the interview was set up. Like as soon as it should have been done, she was like, how'd it go? How do do you like her? Are you going to check the references? I was like, Oh my God. Um, But anyway, it was fine. So then we were like, all right, we're going with her. She was like, great. And then the most bizarre 12 hours happened where she was trying to get her to fill out the background check. And like, they were talking, but I wasn't involved. But then they had questions. So like, I was trying to talk to both of them. Like, it was very weird. And then the next morning after we made the decision and the nanny finder was like, 
fill out the background check with this email. The nanny called me like super upset and was like, I, this woman is horrible. She's accusing me of having something to hide. Like I, you know, like I was at work and so I wasn't filling it out. And like, she's like, I, I can't work with her. And she was like, I don't even know if I got the job, but like, I can't work with her. And I was like, okay, like we, we were offering you in the job. Like, is there anything like, wow. I don't know this woman. I've worked with her for less than a week. Like, is there anything that we could work out on the side? Like, I don't really know what the situation is. Like, I don't know. I have to talk to my husband. And I was like, okay. Like weird. And then as soon as we got off the phone, the nanny finder called and was like, she's refusing to do the background check. Like just straight up. Like I've never had anyone refuse it before. Like the only people that I can imagine, like she, like there must be something wrong if she's like refusing to give it, which is obviously not the story that she told me. She was like, I was working and now she's being really aggressive. Yeah. What the? And I was like, okay, like this is the whole thing. So apparently she like had some issue with her social security number. And so she like doesn't give it out anymore, which is like fine. And I get it. But like, yeah, I don't know. So we kind of slowly backed up from all that. We're like, okay, no, (laughs) (laughs) thanks though. it's so weird yeah and we hired the the woman from care you know the the non-traditional care.com whatever and she's amazing like i'm so glad she's the one we ended up with she's so sweet and like really nurturing and like eleanor loves her like it's it's just really great and it's so comforting to know like going back to work and knowing that she was in such good hands like really really made a difference so that's great yeah so that's the whole story about the nanny (laughs) how does it feel being someone's boss very strange it feels real (laughs) weird i know i had to write up a whole contract about like sick time and like paid vacation days and stuff it was was very weird oh man yeah that's weird i mean now that like dice populi is uh potentially going to start pulling in some money to be self-sustaining i have to like kind of go through the okay establish an llc get Mm. these thing in and like we've agreed where all the money is going at first but once there ends up being money for us i can't i'm not looking forward to figuring that part out yeah you gotta figure out like whole percentage thing right yeah especially because i do like inarguably more labor on this stuff than the others so it's just i'm gonna come out looking their perceptions (laughs) of impropriety abound yeah Um, i heard your car beep are you uh, heading up to your home Uh, i am not that was my i have a relatively new car that uh likes to warn me if people are slowing down in front of me oh yeah that beep so somebody was turning and like they were out of my way but my car was like it's still in the way and i was like Yeah, I've I've always noticed that like that like side mirror zone where it's checking for people is always like a little more sensitive than it should be. Like the there's mine has a little yellow light on the mirror to tell me if someone's there, and the yellow light is on, and I'm just like frantically looking around my car, and there's no one there. I'm like, what am I gonna hit? What am I missing? Oh, it's yeah. so wild. So you teased that you hadn't told me the biggest stuff. I hope that it wasn't just the teeth. The tooth, you tell me about that. Okay, also, that the, the tooth was definitely the biggest thing that happened to me this past month. Less big. Tried to do a couple raids in Destiny. Got one done. Yesterday had some frustrating bits where the person complaining that it was too hard was also the person that had to leave because we took too long. Ooh. So that sucked. But if we're talking about actual news, uh, there was something else that happened, uh, which was... Um, as just bear with me. I'm not trying to be a downer on this one. We noticed <laughs> so poop is is like poop the cat is yes. uh somewhere between 12 and 16. I don't know. I have not been able to find out. But mm-hmm. um, she's a little older for a cat, and she's had some tumors for a while. And we saw yeah. some stuff around her butt, and it was like panic mode, clock out of work, 
get her to an emergency vet, oh, no. uh, assuming the worst. Uh, and they were just like, uh, yeah, it was just her anal glands. We drained it, drained the other one, gave her an antibiotic. Uh, you're good to go. Yay! So it was like, it was just a very spooky thing. And yeah. it, it made us realize something. So I've had poop for, well, 26 years. But I've had the cat poop for, uh, <laughs> what, six years now? It's got to be longer than that. No, it was six. Um, because we got her Thanksgiving of 2020. It was my dad's girlfriend's cat. And then they broke up. And then I got the cat. It was a surprise, too, on Thanksgiving. He was like, surprise, here's a cat. I was yeah. like, okay. Uh, I mean, I'll never say no to that. But um, right. <laughs> But uh, at that point, I still had another cat. I was still living at home. And then um, my cat died. So it was just poop and the two dogs. And then I moved here. And then it was just poop. And for one month, this, like, calm, lazy cat was running up walls and doing flips and shit, going absolutely insane by herself. So then I adopted Odo a month later. And mm. they never really got along. And so Isn't it was that great. <laughs> yeah, it's just like what four or five years, five years of uh, four years of just like gonna, I guess, hope that they don't murder each other. Odo actually has a <laughs> scar on his nose from oh, when no. Poop hit him as a kitten, uh, and they still they still fight. And he's bigger than her now, so it's it's fun to watch. So we oh, we've always known that Poop is not in great health, and yeah. that she's gonna kick it probably very suddenly. That's what happened with Gizmo, my cat, before Poop. And um, so we adopted Jayla a year and a half ago with the intention of having that be the transition cat. Right. Get Odo a friend. Get Odo a partner so that when Poop does die, we have a cat. We don't want Poop going buck wild like – we don't want Odo going crazy like Poop did. Right. And then when we were confronted with the possibility of Poop dying this week, when we were sitting there thinking like I'm about to go take this cat to be put to sleep, like I, I thought that. Yeah. And it was very sad. And both Rebecca and I kind of realized we got Jayla to transition away from poop. But now she's been alive so long, we're just used to having three cats. <laughs> so yeah. when poop does die, I think it might actually be on the table that we might just get another cat. <laughs> totally Yay. defeating the purpose of the whole enterprise. So it was... Um, it was an emotional day. It was spooky, yeah. and it made oh, me realize sorry. that. Uh, well, she's totally fine now. She's she still yeah. walks like an idiot. So clearly, it wasn't <laughs> the anal glands that did that. She just walks like an idiot. But she's great now. She's super happy and snuggly and sweet. She was all over us um, in the car. She was screaming on the way down and on the way back up. She was just like, "All yeah. right, I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the thirty minute guaranteed snuggle." Aww. So it was. Um, so yeah, started off really scary. Good. Went really yeah. great. And I'm questioning all of my convictions. <laughs> well, I feel like we had a similar situation when we had the guinea pigs where, you know, I had pants at pants and poop. <laughs> you and I, yeah, you and I need to pick <laughs> words that, you know, yeah. aren't easily confusable. To be fair, his name Pepin. was Franklin, but, you know. Well, I mean, Poop's Pepin. name was Pepin. I was just never oh, told I that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was not told that. And when I was told it, I rejected it. Yep, makes sense. Franklin was... <laughs> Was also pants. He just was. So we had pants for a long time, and he was by himself, and it was it was like mostly okay because I got him when I was in college, and so my schedule was like you know go to a couple hours of class, and then I spent like most of my time playing with the guinea pig because you know what twenty one year old doesn't. <laughs> um, but then, 
But then, you know, when I started working more, we felt really bad that he was by himself a lot. So we got Lulu, which then ironically, because Lulu is a girl and Pants is a boy and we didn't want to get either of them fixed because it was, mm-hmm. it's, you know, more dangerous surgery for small animals. Yep. They did not live in the same cage. Um, but when Franklin died, when Pants died, I really wanted to get Lulu a friend. And I like almost did a couple times. And then Lulu passed away too. And like Charles basically said, like we made the decision. He was like, we're going to have never-ending guinea pigs if we just do this and i was like i don't see the problem with this yes right yes exactly see that betrays part of his thought process where he views guinea pigs as a temporary commitment yeah and that that's just he's he is he literally sit, was he sitting there running out the clock on like okay eventually there will be no guinea pigs i guess i don't know laura you have no guinea pigs he won. I know. It's very sad. He won. <laughs> you got to fight back. Out, I know. I almost went out and got one at the beginning of quarantine because I was, you know, quarantined and yep. just having fuzzy, fluffy friends. <laughs> but I was also very pregnant. And Charles was like, I mean, we're going to have a baby soon. Like, you sure? You can't just wait. That's why so, he did that. Yeah. So, okay. So, like, it's, uh, he, he fucking knew. He fucking knew that if you were pregnant, you could get a guinea pig. So he brought his A-game early in the marriage to sabotage all future guinea pig plans. Laura, your husband hates guinea pigs. Well, we've already discussed that when Eleanor is a little bit older, she's going to get a guinea pig as a pet. So, like, we're going to get back into the guinea pig game. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay. Man, my stories were a lot more fun than that. My Charles (laughs) stories. My manic Charles hates (laughs) guinea pigs crusade. That could have been fun. He enjoyed the guinea pigs. He did not love the (laughs) guinea pigs like I did. Yeah. I had a a friend of mine trying to, who's, who has a corgi and is sitting for another corgi right now and was trying to call me with all these pictures of dogs and, and like wondering why I wasn't super into it. And I'm just like, Hey man, I appreciate dogs, but like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it shouldn't be a binary. And it's not just dogs. There are very few animals that I can look at. And like, no yeah. matter what I'm doing, I want to just look at it. <laughs> that porcupine in the tree at the zoo. That's one of them. That's definitely one of them. <laughs> I didn't know porcupines could climb trees. That was over a year ago. And I'm still fact. surprised when I think about it. Um, I do have some bad news, though. We're approaching my driveway. Uh, I know. It went so fast. God. Ah, beans. Maybe we can do... I know. It did. It... Yeah, we've been talking for a whole 30 minutes. <laughs> the black lung. Oh, um, God. I don't know how you feel about this. Um, we can discuss on or offline, should we choose. But if recording mm-hmm. this doesn't go too horribly, maybe we um, schedule a little, like, bonus episode where we just have another quick conversation in the car just because, you know, yeah. this felt too fast. I have so many more questions about how you're doing and how your teeth are. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the the worst experiences with my teeth, the two of them were biting too much Taco Bell at once Oof. and having to tell everyone how to run the raid in Destiny for six hours. Otherwise, I've been fine. Uh, but yeah, I'll let you know how this goes later tonight, and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. That sounds good. All right, Laura, have fun taking care of a uh, Bebe and uh, and making your great <laughs> guinea pig plans. They the will future. involve at least three guinea pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, Laura, you have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production. Starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchin, with editing and original music by Colin. 
You can see and hear more at the website podfriend.pizza, or follow HousePod on Instagram for a real-life look at their friendship. If you enjoy the show, spread the love. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Colin and Laura will talk to you again on the first Monday of every month. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Come and be.